Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. the incumbent, and um, I think he has a record that he can stand on and be proud of, President Biden. He has really returned the soul in many respects to this country, which was his promise. I believe he kept that promise. And that's why Sonny Hostin is a fool. Because if you believe that the soul of America has been restored, you haven't been paying attention to the lie of the January 6th committee. Nor have you been paying attention to the rabid anti-Semitism of the Democrat Party. Tell me more about how the soul has been returned to the country. Exactly how much do you hate the people who watch the show? You believe this anywhere? Anybody believes this? Nothing is better under Joe Biden because it's not, it's, it, we're not debating what we know to be true. But if you want to say the soul has returned... Well, that's laughable. It's laughable. They don't care that they lie to you. And you know this. And I do not know about you. I am, and I was over this weekend, frustrated and angry and disgusted. And when does the madness stop? And then you're like, the madness doesn't stop. This is the feature, not a bug. This is the goal, to frustrate you, to disgust to wear you down. And if you hit from 12 angles, whatever they can then get a a little bit of a a grab onto, they'll take. Which is why people are talking so much about this new Argentinian president, this guy on the political right who won election there. Because he's saying you can't give these leftists an inch. Although those of you who have seen the video, you know I'm cleaning that up for radio. Because I can't say it the way he said it. There are rules. This is not Vietnam. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669-833. That is the number. Biden has done more to tear at the soul of this country. Biden's... Can I share with you a story that is not being talked about anywhere? Oh, don't get me wrong. I can, I can cover a plenty of, of Israel stuff, and I'm going to get to some things just a, a, a bit of latest. Did you know that he invoked the Defense Production Act to move the green agenda? This story has gotten zero play. I've not seen it playing on social media, nothing. I'm like, how? how? If you get my show sheet uh, over at TonyCats.com, I think this was the top story. This was the top story on the show sheet. If, you are a, if you're a, a member there over at TonyCats.com, you get every day the, the stories that I think are, are important. This was uh, over at Fox News. Biden invokes wartime powers to fund electric heaters as he cracks down on gas appliances. And you're like, Tony, how is that the top story? Wait, did you say invokes wartime powers? So remember, these are the people who went directly after your gas stove. You said, why are you coming after my gas stove? And they said, no one's coming after your gas stove. Why are you starting a culture war? Right? It's meant to frustrate. 
Well, then they came after your your uh, gas furnace, and then your gas hot water heater. Oh, you should have electric heat pumps. Oh, electric heat pumps. You understand that the desire to make everything electric is to be able to then control the electricity use that you use. Is that right? No, control your electricity use. That's better said. If everything is electric, they can decide you've used enough this week, you can't use any more. It's easier to control. And you say to me, Tony... What are we doing here with the whole government wants to control thing? We haven't figured this out yet. How much more proof do you need? What value could ever come from, for example, the cashless society and the idea of a digital currency across the United States? What value could possibly come from this? And the answer is none. There is no value at all that can come from this. It can't. It doesn't exist. The only thing that one can get from a currency that is all digital is control from the federal government. There's only a downside. Well, wait, they're going to tell you you can't spend your own money? Oh, no, 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 no. You can spend your own money. It just depends on what. Well, we see that you want to buy that candy bar there. Maybe maybe you want to buy a Snickers. Maybe you're hangry. You see, when you're hungry and you're angry, uh, they, they say you're hangry. And then the Snickers, ooh, it satisfies. My God, how are they not a sponsor of this show? What am I doing? Just giving away the advertising. And you want to buy a candy bar and you want to buy a Snickers and they say, sorry, sorry, um, uh, you've already had uh, uh, two of those this week and you really need to keep an eye on your weight. So no, we're not going to approve that. Oh, you want to purchase a firearm? Well, we already see that you own a firearm. So no, we're not going to approve that. You already bought ammunition this month. No, we're not going to approve that purchase. You don't think that's how it's going to work? You don't think that's exactly how it's going to work? With all due respect, I I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be mean or or, or nasty. I so appreciate you being here and being a part of the show. But but we, we we have to start at a baseline. If you don't understand that's the way this is going to work, you're a fool. So I want to just take a moment to let that sink in. I don't want to be rude. I want to be a friend. Of course, it's the way it's going to work. It's the only reason for it. There is no other reason for a digital currency. And let me just say, for businesses who don't accept cash, you suck. And I have been through this now multiple times. Why can't a private business decide how it gets paid? And I believe the answer is found on, uh, and pick a bill, this note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. Now, is someone going to argue that debt means amount owed, not a purchase? That'd be an interesting conversation. I'm curious to see how the Supreme Court would, would view that. But if we render cash useless, we no longer allow for the idea of the privacy of a transaction. And you say to me, well, I have nothing to hide. What's the big deal? Well, listen, Klaus Schwab. If you say to me, oh, there's nothing to hide. If you have nothing to hide, it's not a big deal. You have no idea what it means to be free. You are desperate to be regulated. Because the desire for the control continues to build. It doesn't end. It never ends. The only way it ends is via the barrel of a gun. Don't trust me. Read a damn book. One history book. You'll see what's up. Pick the history. Pick it anywhere. The only thing that stops the encroachment of the rights is the barrel of a gun. Period. End of discussion is bloodshed. And if you don't know that, 
with all due respect, my friend. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the guy next to you, the car next to you, the other people that, fool, what are you doing? Stop that. Let's be on the same page on this subject. Joe Biden is going to invoke the Defense Production Act to increase the domestic manufacturing of electric heat pumps as an alternative to gas-powered furnaces. It was a statement between the White House and Department of Energy. The federal government would award a, quote, historic $169 million for nine projects across 15 sites in an effort to accelerate heat pump manufacturing. The funding was made possible after Biden utilized the Defense Production Act of 1950 to increase domestic production of green energy technologies. We utilize the Defense Production Act as a way of creating more PPE, personal protective equipment, masks, rubber gloves, etc. regarding COVID. Now, even if you agree like I do based on the data that a mask doesn't stop COVID, you would still want, for example, people who work in hospitals to have masks. Because they're dealing with other things. And they wear masks. And I say, well, it must stop something because it does. And the science backs us up. We would want gloves. Gloves stop something. We want that. But in the American populace, it did not stop COVID. It had no effect on on COVID because of gaps in the masks, etc. But that's what we utilize the Defense Production Act for. Now we're utilizing it to fulfill Joe Biden's uh, green uh, fantasy agenda. Can we go back to where we started in this conversation, please? Just for a moment. And um, I think he has a record that he can stand on and be proud of, President Biden. He has really returned the soul in many respects to this country, which was his promise. I believe he kept that promise. Force. That's what Joe Biden has done. Engaged force to move his agenda. That's not returning the soul of America. And really, we're better off. I have war in Ukraine. I have war in Israel. And I've got the southern border as a disaster. I'm not better off because of this man. I am stunned that more people aren't talking about this right here. Stunned that more people have not engaged what it is he has done. The uh, National Climate Advisor, Biden has a National Climate Advisor. Oh, holy hell. When I'm president, I'm going to have a National Bourbon Advisor. That is, that is my promise to you. Pre- Ob- not Obama. <laughs> that was funny. Biden is, quote, using his wartime emergency powers under the Defense Production Act to turbocharge U.S. manufacturing of clean technologies and strengthen our energy security. No. No, he's not. No, he's not. If you want to know why elections matter, this is why. This is why. This is what's happening. This is not a soul. This is soulless. It's telling the American people they don't have options. They don't have choices. That the government should control how you heat your home. And then when we control how you heat it, we can control to what temperature. And then on what days. I swear to you, buy sweaters and buy them now. And you say to me, Tony, that's a really dark approach. That you're bringing. It's an honest approach. It's an honest uh, 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 approach. They'll lie, as, as Sonny is pointing out on Twitter X, 
they'll say it's all because of national security. You take climate change and then you decide it's a national security issue and then you utilize the Defense Production Act and you realize you can decide anything at any time, you know, for our safety. Is this really about how the soul is returned to America? A nation that is dictated to by its elites and lives in fear? That can't be the soul of America because it's the antithesis of America. But I don't accept. Uh, I, I don't expect Asuncion uh, to know. Uh, Asuncion, that's her her given name, but she calls herself Sunny because she thinks we can't pronounce it. Um, and uh, being a snob as she is, I think it's important uh, for us to know exactly the level of hatred she has for the audience that she speaks to. Um, this story to me is probably the biggest story from the weekend. And the weekend had some big stories, including a ceasefire that isn't. And of course, the tunnels controlled by Hamas had weapons. And yes, of course, the Al-Shifa hospital was utilized as a headquarters, considering all those injured hostages and others had to bypass other so-called hospitals to get there. I've got that story coming up. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. So I want to uh, distinguish within a pause for a few days in order to get hostages released and a ceasefire. Prime Minister was referring to a ceasefire. We are against ceasefire because that would uh, allow Hamas to retain power, to regroup, to rearm and strike again. But it would be a ceasefire for a few days? This is... Uh, is that the difference? We're, we're talking about uh, pausing the fighting for a few days so we can get the hostages out. Now, that was a lot of the reporting. That's uh, the Israeli ambassador to the U.S., Michael Herzog, speaking to Martha Raddatz on ABC's This Week. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Um, There was this reporting from the Washington Post over the weekend that there would be a ceasefire for five days and 50 hostages a day would be released. And I said, huh, this I don't like. I oppose ceasefire because I believe that it will lead to more destruction uh, for for Israel. It will lead to more dead Israelis. I believe giving a chance for Hamas to arm up. I'm I I, I don't I don't want to be a guy who's accused of putting this out into the ether because I would assume that anybody who deals in the world of war gaming has already. Is, thought this but if hamas is still firing rockets into israel and hamas is now dead set dead set on the destruction of israel exactly how far removed are we from a tactical nuke how far away removed are we from dirty bombs why are you looking at me like that you don't think the israelis have already thought of this you think somehow me tony katz is just letting the cat out of the bag putting bad thoughts and bad juju into the world I'm telling you, pros do this stuff every day, and they've already thought about this and figured out 12 ways around it before I've come to even the thought. Just like I can come to thoughts before other people do in in the world of radio or TV, the people who focus on this every day are focused. And I think that if you give Hamas an opening, this is what's coming. They've proven it. They're barbarians. They've proven it. I oppose ceasefire. 
But this was the reporting. And then all of a sudden you heard the White House say, whoa, 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 there's no deal. There is absolutely no deal. They reported that a Qatari broker deal, did the Washington Post, between Israel and Hamas had been reached for a five-day ceasefire. The U.S. said that the deal has not been reached. The U.S. is continuing to work to get to a deal between the two sides. You realize all this ends if Hamas would just stop. But, of course, um, the, uh, the hateful, all these people we see out there, talking about ceasefire, don't actually care what happens uh, to Israel, and that's extremely obvious. We, we, we figured it out at, at this point of, of, of the game. But it is interesting to hear people like Senator Van Hollen of Maryland be so aggressive towards Joe Biden because, well, he's really admitting where the Democratic Party is. You've made some statements that being pro-Israel doesn't require being anti-Palestinian and vice versa. Why do you think that that's a controversial statement? Well, it shouldn't be, right? right? Because um, you can be both pro-Israel, as I am, and also pro-Palestinian and support Palestinian rights and aspirations to self-determination and a homeland of their own. In fact, the president's vision when he sees some light maybe at the end of this dark tunnel um, has been uh, a two-state solution. Israel living securely um, with a Palestinian state uh, as a neighbor uh, where Palestinians have equal dignity uh, and full rights. And one of the problems with what's happening on the West Bank right now is when you push Uh, Palestinians off of their lands, you make it even harder to have a two-state solution. You strengthen Hamas, you weaken the Palestinian Authority, and you make it harder. So uh, I was disappointed to see Prime Minister Netanyahu smack down uh, President Biden's uh, call uh, for a two-state solution. This is going to mean that the president, President Biden, has to do even more to put forward a clear vision Mm -hmm. of how we're going to emerge from this very dark tunnel into a brighter future. Can't be done until you recognize that Hamas is a terrorist organization. You can't have peace with a terrorist organization that wants to destroy you. So why are you mad at Netanyahu? Shouldn't you and your party be pushing Hamas to stop? If the objective is peace, which I'm down with, and the objective is a two-state solution, to which I have no argument with regarding the people of Gaza, not Hamas, well, then the answer is get rid of Hamas. The answer becomes self-evident based on the statements. But when they don't then follow through, one questions whether or not the statements have any validity, and you realize they don't. They talk a big game, but they won't say to their own side, Omar, Tlaib, Andre Carson, Bowman, Ocasio-Cortez, you guys are the problem. Start supporting getting rid of Hamas. We can do this. We can pressure Israel if you just side with getting rid of Hamas. One voice, we can get this done. One voice. But they don't do that. No, it's it's Netanyahu who won't do this. Oh, you know, his vast right-wing government. And no, 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 it's Republicans who won't do that. And uh, good Lord. They always got a reason. As opposed to looking at what the reason is. So no ceasefire. That is not happening as of yet, and I do not know if it will. I think it creates a danger for Israel that they should not get into, and I think it creates a danger for all of us. 
We'll see how this progresses. In the meantime, 44,000 hours of January 6th video has been released, and there's only one response. I'm Tony Katz. It's easy to say, oh, they're hypocrites. It's more complicated than that. It's not hypocrisy, it's hierarchy. All that talk about them loving democracy, hating insurrections, it was all about- Total lie. Total lie, it was about grabbing power. They support whatever gives them power, they oppose whatever takes away power. So when their allies are protesting and rioting, they're fine with it. But when their enemies do it, even peacefully, it's an insurrection. Sean Davis is absolutely correct from the Federalist. He's absolutely correct. He was there with with uh, Laura Ingram uh, on Fox News. The the releasing of these videos by the Speaker of the House, by Mike Johnson, um, it shows a tremendous amount. And specifically, the extent to which the January 6th committee lied their you-know-what off to the American people. The concept of insurrection was a total lie. The idea that everybody at the Capitol that day was violent is a total lie. A riot? That's not a lie. Of course it was a riot, and if we had just been rational, decent people and called it a riot from the beginning, we'd all be in a better spot. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Calling it an insurrection. Calling it an insurrection was a lie. And the January 6th committee was a lie. Speaker Johnson put out before the weekend on the on the Twitter X, on the X Twitter, whatever we call it now, today I'm keeping my promise to the American people and making all the January 6th tapes available to all Americans. When I ran for speaker, he wrote, I promised to the American people the 44,000 hours of video from Capitol Hill security taken on January 6th 2021. Truth and transparency are critical, wrote Speaker Johnson. Today, we will begin immediately posting video on a public website and move as quickly as possible to add to the website nearly all of the footage, more than 40,000 hours. In the meantime, a public viewing room will ensure that every citizen can view every minute of the videos uncensored. He continued, and I'm quoting, This decision will provide millions of Americans, criminal defendants, public interest organizations, and the media an ability to see for themselves what happened that day, rather than having to rely upon the interpretation of a small group of government officials. He continues by thanking Chairman Loudermilk and his team for their diligent work to ensure uh, the, the video's release. Processing will involve the blurring of faces of private citizens on the yet unreleased tapes to avoid any person from being targeted for retaliation of any kind and segregating an estimated 5% of the videos that may involve sensitive security information related to the building architecture. So there are some things, hey, we're not showing. I think that's smart and I can appreciate that. I think we should all uh, uh, appreciate that. Releasing the tapes is extremely important stuff. Why? Because there's a story that is to be told about what actually happened, as opposed to what the January 6th committee did, which was tell a story that they wanted to tell. Now, before we go any further, let us be aware that Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, the former congresswoman from Wyoming and the former congressman from Illinois, respectively, are awful. 
It's not that we're going to agree to disagree. They are absolutely terrible, disgusting people who lied to America and more importantly, allowed a lie to be told to America because they hate Donald Trump more than they love the country. I would say it to Liz Cheney nose to nose. I would say it to Adam Kinzinger nose to nose. You hate Trump more than you love the country. How many times have we said it, guys? Hate what? Whoa, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let's see if we get it right. Hate does what? Hate rots the brain. Hate rots the brain. It makes people nutty. And that's exactly what we're seeing and what we saw from Adam Kinzinger and from Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney put out basically 5 p.m. on Friday. Here's some January 6th video for you. And yes, it is violent. This is people uh, going up against the Capitol Police. There's uh, bear spray. There are cops getting hit with, with flags going on. Uh, this absolutely happened. And no one should deny that it happened. It did have, sorry, it was pretty loud before. I apologize. Uh, this, is, this is real. And this is where it gets weird. Can we not deny this? Because we shouldn't. What Liz Cheney didn't show you was the video of people walking through the Capitol because they had been invited in. They were invited into the Capitol. The Capitol Police were saying hello. We're standing there like it was no big deal. I'm watching video right now. Here's four Capitol, five, sorry, six Capitol Police officers uh, standing around. Here's a Capitol Police officer, two of them escorting a group of people like they're being escorted. They don't look panicked. They don't look worried. No one's wearing riot gear. The, the, these, these people, are just, they're just walking right by. They're not wearing masks. They're American citizens, men and women. They're just walking by. They think it's okay to be there. They believe it is fine for them to be there. Why would you take these people and put them in the same category as people who engaged in physical violence against Capitol Police? Which I'm sure, uh, as I've been told, I'm pretty sure is wrong. So when it's done by the people supporting Hamas, we should also say that it's wrong. But the political left doesn't do that. The political left doesn't engage the difference between right and wrong across the board, which is why what Sean Davis said is so incredibly important. It isn't uh, about anything other than a hierarchy. It is the desire and the demand for power and the desire and the demand to crush anybody who takes away their power. So a lie takes place. And the lie is it was an insurrection. It was not. The lie is everybody there was violent. Far from it. Let us address it as it is. That there were people there who were violent. And there were many people there who were not and the video shows that there were many people there who were not. Now, Tony, they should never have been in the Capitol. Maybe. I can appreciate that argument. One problem with it, they were welcomed in. The doors weren't locked. They were able to get in. Well, that's just how we had to deal with the situation. If that's what you want to say... But it is clear from the video that these people did not think they were committing any crime at all. 
They did not think they were committing any crime in the slightest. And they are not insurrectionists. They're not even rioters. There is a video of a guy fist bumping the police, shaking hands. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. These people were not violent. It's wrong to say otherwise. And this is why the release of the video is so incredibly important. And I'm very, very glad that that it happened. This is important. I'm thrilled. Because it should set straight two very important things. Number one, the January 6th committee lied through their teeth. The J6 committee members, led by Benny Thompson, Democrat, a liar, a liar, Zoe Lofgren, representative from California, a liar, Adam Schiff, representative from California, a well-known liar, Jamie Raskin, representative from Maryland, who himself in 2017 challenged the election result of Donald Trump, called him illegitimate. Amongst many Democrats who called him illegitimate, he actually challenged the results. A liar. Peter Aguiar from California, a liar. Stephanie Murphy, representative from Florida, 7th District, a liar. Elaine Luria, representative from the 2nd District of Virginia, a liar. Liz Cheney, representative of Wyoming, a liar. Adam Kinzinger, representative from Illinois, a liar. They lied. Because they did not give America the full story. They did not give America the totality. Why not? We can't handle it. It didn't fit. We needed this other thing. We hate Trump more than anything else. So therefore, we could only do things that do what? Fit the narrative. I didn't ask them to somehow give a pass to people engaged in a riot or violence. I demand honesty and we didn't get it so why do i have to respect these people and why is liz cheney sending out videos like somehow she's on the side of the righteous she's not righteous she lied as senator mike lee put out The FBI lost count of how many paid informants were at the Capitol on January 6th. This was from Miranda Devine back in September of 2023. They had to perform an audit at the FBI to figure out how many paid informants from how many field offices were there on January 6th. So Mike Lee is asking a question. Shouldn't the January 6th committee have been demanding answers to this question? Exactly how many paid informants, members of the FBI, were out there. At least one informant, according to Miranda Devine, was communicating with his FBI handler as he entered the Capitol. As he entered the Capitol? Well, that's a, that's a thing right there. See that? Going after that, that would have been important. Senator Mike Lee putting out Liz to Liz Cheney. We've seen the footage like a million, like we've seen footage like that with the attack a million times. You made sure we saw that and nothing else. 
It's the other stuff, what you deliberately hid from us that we find so upsetting. Nice try. How many of these guys are feds? It's a legit question. To which Liz Cheney responds, hey, Mike Lee, heads up. A nutball conspiracy conspiracy theorist appears to be posting from your account. What is so nutball? Why is it a conspiracy theory? We have reporting. We have data. We have video. It isn't a one-size-fits-all. Why would you be so desperate for it? Because hate rots the brain. Because hate rots the brain. And as Americans, we should be flat out disgusted by it. We should be disgusted by this. We should be disgusted by the January 6th committee. They lied. They lied by omission. They did not tell us the full story. They did it purposely. Why do you think they hired a showrunner from ABC? Somebody who designs television shows and and how the, the story arcs progress. They did this on purpose. They did it to not share with you. They did it so they could set a narrative that they could turn to anywhere, any place, at any time. Like, for example... Uh, Representative Dan Goldman, another uh, impeachment manager, the guy, the same guy who tried to cover for, for Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. No, no, no. You mean that Hunter Biden was selling the illusion of access to his father. He put that word out there so they could say, oh, this was just the illusion of access regarding Hunter Biden and his dealings and what his father clearly knew. But check this out from Dan Goldman on TV with Jen Psaki and listen to the language at the end. His objective Mm. is purely political at this point. Uh, Politics don't work in a courtroom, as I think he's finding out in the Mm. New York Attorney General's case in New York, a civil case. And and that's going to continue in his criminal trials. But his rhetoric is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. And we saw what happened on January 6th when he uses inflammatory rhetoric now. And his recent true social post uh, is incredibly, incredibly scary for any anyone uh, that might be trying to op- work in government. And um, it is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. First, I believe the January 6th committee is destructive to our democracy because they lied to America. Uh, secondly, he did not start an insurrection, and that much is also clear from the video evidence. But third, did you just say eliminated? Uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Wow, that's some violent language. Eliminated. That's some like lone wolf code word kind of stuff right there. Dang. These people will continue to tell you that January 6th was this and how dare you question it. But now you've got the video and you can see the people who rioted and you can see the people who didn't and you can see where they tried to set the narrative as opposed to giving you a complete story. Somehow uh, not believing that Americans can handle it, but really not even caring. Tell the story you want to tell in order to keep the power you want to keep. Disgusting. 
absolutely disgusting, and the entirety of the January 6th committee, to hell with all of them, meant it, will say it again, and to their face, without question. This is Tony Katz today. Remain calm, everybody. Snoop Dogg is not giving up weed. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. A bag of weed, a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. It's the only help that you'll ever need because everything is better with a bag of weed. Everybody went crazy because he said he's given up smoke. After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. It's an ad campaign. For Solo Stove, because Solo Stove is pretty much smoke-free. And full disclosure, uh, uh, while they're not a sponsor, they should be. I do own a Solo Stove. I own the the big one. It's not the biggest one. They now have one. I think it's called the Canyon. I think I have the Yukon. Um, it's, yeah. So, they, yeah, that's it. I have I have the Yukon. Um, it's, it's fantastic. It's a fire pit. Moving around. I, I love it. I love every bit of it. I think it's great. I, I use it all the time. World class. Couldn't couldn't be happier with it. So if you're looking for, by the way, something for, for the holiday, it's a good one. It's a good piece to have. Uh, but that but he he's he's not giving up weed. He will still be doing lots of weed. So you see, there are still some things in America you can rely on. Like a very, very high Snoop Dogg. This is Tony Katz today.